check it out. Check it out. Check it out. We got a birthday today. We got to tap into that. We've also got a powerful quote, a powerful quote that had me thinking. We're going to tap into that this morning. We're also going to uh, have a little battle. That's right. A battle of the generations. We're going to talk about the Gen Z's. We're going to talk about the millennials. We're going to talk about Gen X. We're also going to talk about the baby boomers. We're going to talk about that all today, that and more on today's episode of GM3X. Listen, I'm glad you're here. Let's dive in. It's going to be great. Welcome to GM3X. I am your host, Glenn Lundy. I am a husband to one, a father to eight, and the founder of the 800% Elite Club. I hope you're ready for motivation, education, inspiration, celebrity interviews, and thought-provoking conversations. Because it's 5.30 a.m. and it's time to rise and grind. I want to start today off with this powerful quote. So I got up this morning, right? This is what I do, my little morning routine. I get up at 3.20 a.m., right? So I woke up at 3.20 a.m., went downstairs, grabbed my morning five planner. Now, for those of you on Clubhouse, we are live on Facebook right now. So if you want to click that link, you can check this out, right? So I grabbed my morning five planner. And what I love, what I love about the morning five planner, this is a planner that is actually built by you guys. It's built by the community that we've had here, the Rise and Grind community, the Breakfast for Champions community over the last four years. So at the top of every page, there is a quote that is submitted by actual members of the community. It's my favorite part of the planner. It allows us to connect in a very unique way every single morning, right? So I got up 3.20 this morning, grab my glass of water, I go downstairs, open my morning five planner, and I open it up and there's a quote that's submitted by Monty Brown. Now, Monty is uh, actually he's a friend of Derek McLean's. Derek McLean's a huge part of our community as well. And so Monty submitted this quote and it said, and it will actually occur that before they call out, I myself will answer. While they are yet speaking, I myself will hear. Now, I had never heard this quote before. I'd never seen it. So, of course, what I do, I'm a very curious person. So, I'm like, where did this come from? And so, I go, I type it into Google, right? And it pops up. This is actually a Bible verse, Isaiah 65, 24, right? Never heard it before. In different translations, it says, it shall happen that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. And I was like, wow, man, this is fascinating. Where I have never heard this before. I'm like, what is the context? Where, where is this coming from? So dug in a little bit further this morning. And here's what I saw. It's titled A New Heavens and Earth. And it says, they will not labor in vain or bear children doomed to disaster. For they will be a people blessed by the Lord. They and the descendants with them. Even before they call, I will answer. And while they are speaking, I will hear. And I thought, oh my gosh, man. They will not labor in vain or bear, or, or bear children doomed to disaster. For they will be a people blessed by the Lord. They and their descendants with them. I thought, man, this fits perfect. 
with what we're talking about this week. Because this week, that's what we're talking about. This week, we're talking about the generations, right? This week, we're talking about learning from those that came before us and those that come after us. And I think in today's world where sometimes we feel like the kids, right? Sometimes we're like, man, these kids, they got to tell. These kids are, are doomed, right? They're doomed. We say things like they don't know how to come have conversations anymore. They don't know how to talk on the phone anymore. They don't know how to interact with other people anymore. They got to deal with the, 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 uh, the aftermath of COVID and the world is like crazy, right? Like we say all these things like our kids are doomed, but here it is right here. They will not labor in, fa- in vain or bear children doomed to disaster. For they will be a people blessed by the Lord, they and their descendants with them. Even before they call, I will answer. And while they are speaking, I will hear. Powerful. Monty, thank you so much for that incredible quote. It's so crazy how this works. We collect quotes from you guys every year. We launch a new planner on Black Friday. We load them all up and there's a whole year's worth of quotes. And it's just amazing how every single year that we've done this, the quotes always line up perfectly for the conversations that we're having right here in GM3X, hashtag rise and grind, or just, it just fits, right? You just know when it's talking directly to you. So glory to God this morning and my man, Monty Brown, thanks for bringing that to us. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is Monday. That's right. Today is Monday, September 19th, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time. It'll ever be Monday, September 19th, 2022. So I want to make sure we make the absolute most. And I do mean the absolute most of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Listen, today is also Meredith Lundy's birthday That's right, my, I guess she would be my fourth child, is that correct? We got Kira, then we got Savannah, then we got Joel, then we got Will, I guess she's my fifth child, that's right, Meredith is my fifth child, (laughs) and she turned seven years old today, shout out, happy birthday, my sweet, sweet, sweet Meredith, Meredith is my, the one child that surprised me the most when she came out with blonde hair and blue eyes. She's a beautiful little girl. When she was like three or four years old, she fell on her bicycle and knocked out her two front teeth. So this little girl has not had two front teeth for years and years and years. And she is hopeful that this will be the year now that she's seven, that those will start to grow back in. (laughs) We will see. But we're going to celebrate Meredith's birthday today. And we're going to celebrate that right here in Lexington, Kentucky. That's where I'm coming to you live from, good old L-E-X. That's where I'm at right now. However, as soon as I get done with today's episode of GM3X, I'm going to be driving down to um, uh, Lafalette, La 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 I think they say it. Lafalette, La Tennessee is where I will be headed as soon as we get done with today's episode. I'm headed to Red Shortman Ford. I'm sorry, Short Redmond Ford. Lafayette, Tennessee, uh, where my friend Jimmy Bradford and his 
my other friend, Mr. Brian Hoskins, run an incredible, incredible Ford dealership down there. They have just an amazing squad. They are absolutely killing the game. Their dealership is up 40% in volume and profitability year over year, right? Since last year, they're up 40% since last year. They have a killer, I mean, killer culture. The culture there is absolutely incredible. And they're just an amazing group of guys and girls. Like for those of you that are outside the automotive industry, I want you to understand being up in volume right now is a big deal. With chip shortages and shipping issues, uh, all of the things, right? All of the things that have caused a nearly 90% reduction in new vehicle production, 90% reduction in new vehicle production. But even with 90% less product, they sold 40% more cars. I want you to think about that for a second. Imagine, think about your business, whatever business you're in. If you had 90% less inventory, (laughs) 90% less inventory, how would you sell 40% more, right? Crazy. And I can tell you how they did it. They did it with great leadership. And then they've also been able to build a team of seasoned veterans. All right. For those of you taking notes, they have a team of seasoned veterans veterans mixed with an incredible millennial workforce and then they even have a sprinkle of Gen Z you see this combo seasoned veterans mixed with a millennial workforce mixed I've sprinkled in with some Gen Z I think it's the magic formula in any business in 2022 and beyond. I really do. I think it's the magic formula for any business in 2022 and beyond. Whether you're talking about like a dealership, right? Whether you're, whether you're talking about a dealership or you're talking about a football team or you're talking about an insurance office or like anything, anything in between, Right? no matter what business you're talking about, understanding that the generations before us and the generations after us combined to make our world better is a must. It's a must. And that's what we're going to do this week. We're going to really dive into that this week. We're going to look at the generations before. We're going to look at the generations after. We're going to look at how we can blend all of those qualities together to create something spectacular. Listen, I'm a huge fan. If you've been around me long enough, you've heard of me, heard me say it before. We are so much better together. And in a world where there's so much divisiveness and so much division, and everybody's pointing at how everybody else is worse off and so on and so forth. Look, I'm telling you, in this space, I'm going to teach you the truth. The truth is the more intertwined we can get, the truth is the more that we can connect, right? To get into the rooms that don't look like, with people that don't look like us, don't walk like us, like talk like us. The more of that that we can get going on, the more we can move forward as humanity, right? As humans, the better we can evolve. So we're going to dive into that this week. Before we do, though, you know what we got to do on this show. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's go here. Boom. You know what we got to do on this show. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's get these these Bob. Let's get these Bobjects. 
Hey, let's get these bobjects in motion. <laughs> let's get these objects in motion. It's time to do some dancing, folks. Come on. It's my boy Tony with the keys. He wrote this song, hashtag Rise and Grind for us four years ago. I can't believe it's already been four years. It's an incredible song. So this is the part of the show where I need you to get that object in motion. Listen, if you're laying in the bed, it's time for you to get up. <laughs> That's right. If you're out on a run, run a little bit harder. If you're lifting weights right now, add on some extra weight. If you're running around over there across the pond, you're already in the future. The future is bright. I need you to get that body in motion. Start dancing around the office, dancing around the house. Come on, baby. Let's go. We have dance parties at the Lundy House all the time. There's nothing like the energy of some dancing. All right, let's get that body in motion. This is also the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. Let's go. Hit that share button. If you're on Clubhouse, share it out. Oh, that's weird. Why'd that song reset like that? I must have hit something. That's interesting. <laughs> Never had that happen before. There you go, Clubhouse. I see you dancing, Mary Lynn Wilkin. That's what's up. I love it when you guys put the dancing things in the emoticons. That's awesome. Right? But let's share this out. Facebook, hit the share button. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You're like, normally I don't share. Okay, well, today you're going to share. All right, share it out into the streets. Let's go. This is also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you. I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching live, you're watching on replay, wherever you're watching, say what's up. I'll say what's up back. What's up, Janelle Griego? How you doing, River Scott? I see Sean Weatherby is in the building. What's up, Leisha Watson, Tony Thorstad, Dada Maria is up in here. What's up, Tom Popelka? How you doing, Emily Galler? Great to see you. Gloria Bond, AJ Anderson, Robin Wilshans, and Clay Morris are in the building. Mary Lynn Wilkin, I never get tired of this song either. Tina Kelly Overfelt is in the building. Leisha Watts and my boy Don Sankey. What's poppin'? Carrie Lynn Carter, it is amazing to see you up in here this morning. Vicki Everett and Robert Kennedy III, what's up? Drea Barnes is in the building. Nathaniel Banks, dude, how about them freaking stinking Raiders? Golly, man, way to blow a huge lead. Kevin Fadley, Stephanie Toadvine are in the building. I see all kinds of folks over on Clubhouse. I love it. My boy, Justin Conico <laughs> is in the building. Kate Bowman is up in here. What's up, Queen Renee Noor? Up in the building. That's right. We got Core Element and Nabia are up in here. I see Patty's in the building. I see Monica, of course, my boy Scott Simons, and my girl Liza Myers Abortis are up in here this morning. What's up, Mac? How you doing, Arpit? How you doing, Ella and Nisa and Peter and Carmel? I'm going to drop down a little bit. Nakita and Ricardo are in the building. Heather is up in here. That's Heather Ann Havenwood. Glad you're here. What's up, AJ? How you doing, Liddy? That's right. Jane is in the building as well. Toria and Tanya. I see Sean and Dr. Jamisia, my boy. Dr. my Pastor Jeff is also in the building. Travis. What's up, Travis? Patricia and Kate and Delice are up in here. Robin Wilshans, are you killing it over there at Rainbow Motors or what? I hope you are. John Paul Gidry, my gator brother. Dude, you, those of you guys, John Paul Gidry, go to his profile. Follow him today. Light him up. If you're not following John Paul Gidry, look him up on Facebook. He took some of my boys out alligator, alligator hunting this last week. Alligator hunting, knocking out all kinds of alligators. I was supposed to go. I was supposed to go, but I wasn't able to go. I'm going to go next time. But they knocked out some big old gators, dude. 11 foot 6 inches. My boy RC took down an 11 foot 6 inch gator. It was crazy. So you guys got to follow Jump Paul Gidry, man. He's amazing. Rick Tamburino, I'm glad you're here this morning. All of you, listen. Thank you so much for joining me. 
online every single morning. It is an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to know that I get to start off my mornings with you every single day. It's absolutely spectacular. I love meeting in virtual land like this. Also want to let you know we will be meeting in real life for those of you that are in the automotive space, if you're an owner or general manager of a car dealership, or you know an owner or a general manager of a car dealership, we're gonna be in Atlanta. Actually, we're gonna be in Cummins, Georgia, but the Atlanta area, October 25th through 27th with our Technology Matters Summit. It's gonna be absolutely spectacular. And to give you an idea of what that looks like, check this out. Automotive dealer owners and GMs only, exclusively on October 26th, the Technology Matters Summit presented by 800% Elite Automotive Club. We are holding this event at one of the premier dealerships in the United States of America. We will be at Beaver Toyota in Cummins, Georgia. That's right, Beaver Toyota led by Patrick Abad. I know you've heard of the place. They've had a massive, massive increase in sales over the last three years. And we're going to have our event right there on site. So you can check out the store. You can check out all the features. You can check out what some are calling the Disneyland of dealerships. As we learn that technology matters from Dan Moore, Aaron Cheeks, Brian Kramer, and so many more. Grab your ticket now. We'll see you there. October 26th, Cummins, Georgia. Don't miss it. Good morning, it's Jess with Good News Girls and Alex is still out of town so you've got me again this week. Hopefully we get her back in and we'll be able to have some fun. I've got some cool stuff planned for you guys and with her. But I know it's been a, a sad few days reading online and stuff of Queen Elizabeth's passing. I finally came across a really good article on how dozens of Welsh Corgi owners dress their pampered pooches in royal attire and gathered to honor the late Queen Elizabeth II's passing. Organized by the Perth Corgi Group, this event took place in Langley Park in Perth, Australia. I bet you didn't know that Queen Elizabeth owned over 30 Welsh Corgi dogs in her entire life. And they were all from the same like strand of family. Kind of cool actually. A couple of these pictures here sure will put a smile on your face. I know it did mine and I'm positive that Queen Elizabeth would have loved this as well. Well that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you all have a cortastic week. This All right, so check it out. They say there's uh, basically seven generations. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven generations of human beings uh, that are alive and kicking and rocking and rolling. There's maybe a few more from before the silent generation if they're like 96 years old plus. 
I'd say there's uh, a quite a few handfuls now in today's day and age. But uh, if you're 96 um, or younger, you fall in one of these seven generations, right? You've got the baby boomers, which were 1946 to 1964. That was a huge population and is still currently a huge population. So your baby boomers... People were born 1946 to 1964. You've got 76 million people in that generation. Now, that generation, the baby boomers, that generation is post-World War II, all right? These are they. that's why they call them the baby boomers. There was a war going on. What's up, Fred? Great to see you, right? War going on. Some people getting it on. <laughs> What's up, Clay Moritz? And you got, you got, you got your baby boomers. All right, now your baby boomers, when you look at your baby boomers, they have a really strong work ethic, right? Like extremely strong work ethic. They like to work with their hands, right? Currently, they'd be between the ages of 58 years old and 74 years old. And mentally, uh, these baby boomers tend to be very focused people mentally, Right. Very focused. Like you'll typically find that a baby boomer, you, you'll, you'll, you'll find that they like to read. You know, they're like a reader, researcher, uh, and they're, they tend to be very disciplined people. They have strong habits, strong worth ethic, work ethic. You can count on the baby boomer. Right. Like when a baby boomer joins the team, the baby boomer is like they're in their mind. They're joining the team for a lifetime. Like that's, that's, that's how rooted it is, right? But there's a shocking stat when it comes to the baby boomers. And that shocking stat is 59% of baby boomers are unemployed and seeking work. 33% of baby boomers are employed and seeking work, okay? So they're employed, but they don't like their jobs. So 92%, 92% of the people that are age 58 to 74 are looking for jobs right now. And that's a shocking stat, right? Because typically the baby boomers did what they, what society said was the right thing to do which was go get a job, work for somebody, work with your hands, learn a, learn a, learn a, learn a trade, learn a craft, work with your hands, be committed, show up to work on time, right? Don't ever, don't cause any disruptions, don't cause any problems, do the work, do the job, collect your paycheck, pour into your 401k, right? Get your health benefits, Work there till you're 65, retire, right? Like that's 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 what they were taught. And now what we're seeing fast forward is we're seeing that 92% of them are seeking work typically because financially they may have enough to pay their bills or they may not. In a lot of cases, they may have enough to pay their bills, but there's really nothing extra. There's really no bonus on top. There's really no... Um, 
you know, income to be able to be financially free. And so it's a scary stat, right? I mean, hard work, super important. I agree. Focus, super important. I agree. Being able to get things done with our hands, very, very important. I agree. But the model has timed out, as we can see. And now we're seeing the result, 92%. 92%. See, I talk about this because it's interesting. We got to learn about those that come before us, right? What we don't want to do, we want to extract the good and we want to realistically look at the result and we want to then make determinations to make sure that our future is as promising as humanly possible, right? So when we look at the baby boomers, we see some good. We also see some areas that weren't so good. Now, when you go from the baby boomers, you're going to move over to the next generation. Next generation is my generation. All right. So you're going to, you're, you're going to go from us are from the baby boomers to Gen X. Now, Gen X was born 1965 to 1980. That's my generation. All right. Now, mom and dad were working hard because they were the baby boomers, right? So mom and dad were working their jobs, working their craft, working their trade, making just enough to be able to pay our bill, pay their bills, not necessarily a whole lot of extra. And so because mom was working so hard and dad was working so hard, us Gen Xers, we basically ran free. <laughs> we ran free, man. We were like, we were the generation that was like, come home when the light, when the light, when the street lights come on, but we were just gone all day, right? We were just out because our parents were freaking working and they were tired and they were like doing hard labor. You know what I'm saying? So even when they got home, they're just like, I just want to sit on the couch. You know what I'm saying? Like they were working hard. And so we ran free. And this was also about the same time that hip hop became a thing. Like hip hop became real life, right? We went from this Motown type thing to a real deal hip hop with Tupac Shakur's and so on and so forth, right? So hip hop became a thing. And we, because we were out on our own most of the time, because our parents were working so dang hard just to get by, we became very resourceful and very independent. Like very resourceful, very independent, like fiercely independent, right? It's interesting. Very interesting. Now, that independence led us to make some maybe decisions a little bit early we probably shouldn't have made, or in some cases maybe worked out good. But you you can talk a lot uh, to a lot of people in the Gen X generation that were like out of the house at 16, out of the house 17, out of the house 18. Like we gone, we gone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we gone. And we made a lot of mistakes in the process, right? What's also interesting about generation, you'll notice our generation, the uh, Gen Xers aren't very flashy. You see, the generation before us, like we 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 saw how our parents dressed in the 80s, right? In the 70s and the 80s, late 70s and the or, or, uh I'm sorry, in the in the early to late 80s. We saw how the generation before us dressed and so we're not very flashy people like when it comes to our dress <laughs> right we're not very fashionable you'll notice that about the gen x generation right now what's also interesting is we are tech savvy because the invention of the internet came when we were in our teens so we are like tech savvy but we're not tech dependent big difference right we're tech savvy but not necessarily tech dependent 
Now, from there, you're going to tap into the millennials. Now, the millennials was a whole different deal. Millennials were born 1981 to uh, 1995. And the millennials were born in the midst of a technological revolution. Like, they were born into the homes of the deprived Gen Xers who... So we like the, the, the <laughs> I say deprived. It's not the right word. Baby boomers were working a lot. So the Gen Xers, we didn't have as much like connection with our folks because our folks were working so dang hard. Right. So then we came out and we had babies and we were like, well, we're just going to cover up our kids with, with love. And we're just going to shelter them from all of the danger. Right. <laughs> We're just going to shelter them from all the danger. And so we raised our kids a lot differently. Plus in the, in the middle of a technological world, right? This, this, this technology filled world, it was, it's, it, it just created a whole different generation of humans, right? Like, if you think about it, like, Gen X, all right, we were just running around free and like, I bet you, I'll look, I'll have to look. I bet you the kidnapping statistics were a lot higher for Gen X than they are for the millennials. <laughs> right, like we, I mean, no, a lot like, I know it was a horrible thing, but like we was getting plucked off back in my day. I remember multiple friends being like kidnapped, right? Because there was no like real internet and we were just running around free. People were like getting plucked off, right? It was crazy. But then on the opposite side of that, we see with the millennials, you know, that we, they were very sheltered. They stayed at home. They had access. They weren't bored as, as, as bored. Like we got bored, right? But they had like the internet and video games and all of these things, right? And so what ended up happening is the millennials are incredibly progressive, like incredibly progressive humans have had access to a lot of information at a very young age. You'll also find that these millennials are incredibly creative. They're incredibly creative and they are far thinking, right? Like they think big, they got big dreams, big visions of what's possible because they've seen it. They've had access to the possibilities that we didn't have access to when I was young and our parents didn't have access to when they were young, right? And one of the thing about things about the millennials that's really, really important is the millennials don't believe the system is going to set them free. You see, millennials saw what's going on with the baby boomers. And then they even saw what's going on with their parents in the Gen X. And so millennials are like, wait a minute, these things that you guys are telling me are really important. Hard work, working with my hands, learning a trade, learning a craft, getting a job, staying there till you're 65, pouring into your 401k, grabbing your health care. Millennials are kind of like, you know, I, I'm not sure that works. I'm not sure that's the best route. But at the same time, they're not quite as independent as Gen Z. So we're seeing a lot more millennials are living with their parents a lot longer, that are uh, having a more difficult time going out into uh, society. But then on the other side, the creative side and the tech dependent side, right, they're able to create some really incredible things. 
So it's fascinating. We're going to dive more into this all week, right? We're going to talk about these different generations and how they plug into one another and how we can ultimately capitalize and grow as individuals by looking at those that come before us and those that come after us, right? We're going to talk about all this week, but ultimately today, as you head out, into the world because I got to wrap this show up today as you head out into the world I'm going to head down to Tennessee you head out to wherever it is that you're heading out I want you to start looking at the people around you differently I want you to start understanding like like literally take the time take a deep breath with every person you're going to communicate with today because sometimes there can be frustration that gets built up between these lines right Sometimes there can be a little frustration. We're like, damn, dang, millennials, or, you know, we can be like, oh, my gosh, man, these older generations, they just don't get it, right? Like, sometimes there can be some frustrations. And so what I want you to do today is remember that everyone, each of us, all of us, child, children of God, right? The God of the universe, the God that made everything. And that God made each of us to be the best versions of ourselves that we can possibly be. Like, you were born into this moment for a reason, There's a reason you're in the generation that you're in. The generation that you're in has value and continues to add value to what's coming next. Remember, it shall happen. I'm sorry. They will not labor in vain or bear children doomed to to disaster, for they will be a people blessed by the Lord. They and their descendants with them. Like we're each adding into the next layer of God's plan. Does that make sense? So I don't want you to think that you're counted out. And I also don't want you to think that those that came next or those that came before are really that much different than you. They were just grown, fertilized, seasoned in a different season than you and I. You and I. Yeah, that's the right word. So So today, I want you to look at everybody a little bit differently. Start thinking about where they came from. And then let's start figuring out the positives in each other and how we can add massive value into other people's lives. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. I'm going to get the heck out of here. Get off my soapbox. Listen, I am here Monday through Friday, 530 a.m., 6 a.m. Then I head over to Clubhouse over on Clubhouse, which is an app that you can download that is audio only over on Clubhouse. We collaborate. We get together and we have discussions about the shows. And then we continue to bring motivation, education, inspiration all day long until one o'clock in the afternoon Eastern time. So if you're watching this on replay, you can come join us on Clubhouse after. If you're watching this this live, of course, come join us on Clubhouse after. But this is going to be a really, really, really fun week. I'm super excited to explore it. I'm also always down for feedback, right? So drop your comments. I'll go back. I'll read those. You can shoot me DMs uh, as well, and we can have this discussion. I think it's going to be super, super powerful. But most importantly, get out there. Have an incredible day today, and I will see you tomorrow at 5.30 a.m. We're going to do this all over again on GM3X. Fair enough. Fair enough. See ya.